The Pixel Hearts would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land where each member has recorded this episode. The Gadigal people of the Aura Nation, the Wadawarung, the Bunurong, and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The team would like to pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging, and recognise the sovereignty was never ceded. This continent always was and always will be Aboriginal land. My name is Cameron, and in honour of rehydrated Ganon becoming canon, I've got some other iconic villains that I think should be swole, big-titty muscle boys. Um, the list starts with Dr. Robotnik, um, Sephiroth, Psycho Mantis, and GLaDOS. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, my name is Taya, uh, and I'm currently uh, deep in negotiations with uh, all of my submissive partners who have... Uh, banded together in union uh, and are negotiating collectively uh, for a new uh, collective agreement uh, for the uh, for the polyamorous uh, sex cult that we're all currently in. My name is Faye, and uh, last week I asked for some uh, hot Zelda roleplay from my partner, but when she burst into the room in rags with Majora's mask on the face, head cocked to the side, I was not prepared for how hot it could be. (laughs) (laughs) And we are a team of romantic gamers who want to help you achieve a play of the game in your love life. And this week on the show, we're doing um, something on theme. Uh, We're doing another... uh, relationship analysis now we've done one of these before we did it with mario and peach where we posed that um we thought some of us thought they might kiss in the movie I, i'd like to say i said they wouldn't and i was right because they'll never let them kiss um <laughs> but we're going into another analysis and for the for the sake of the seo gods we are going to be doing the hyrulean thruple um of power courage and wisdom uh, we're doing Link and Zelda, but you can never have the two of them without Ganon. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a deep dive into these three icons of gaming who have, you know, they're always there hand in hand. And we're going to have a look at what is going on with those three. Now, are you guys big Zelda fans? Uh, I am not, but I did enjoy Breath of the Wild. And look, my my... My w- one true pairing is actually Link and the Fish Prince. He is he is just a bundle of joy. Side on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you've seen, there's that picture going around. So Sidon and Ganon, right? The new hydrated Ganon. There's mm-hmm. a picture at the moment of someone trying to put um, two petrol nozzles into the car tank. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, very that. Mm-hmm. Me, that, any... Direction combination, yes, please. Okay, yeah. No, that's that's good. Faye, what about yourself? Are you a Zelda fan? <laughs> uh I wouldn't have said yes, but honestly, if I think about it, I have played every Zelda game and enjoyed the majority of them. So I guess so. But like these, this is definitely a thruple, right? They all got matching tattoos. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so that you can tell them apart when they're out. Yeah. No, I think for me, I've never like been a huge Zelda fan. Like I didn't grow up playing them because I think there was that divide in the sand where when 
Oh god, I'm gonna age myself now. When Super Nintendo was ending, and you chose if you went Nintendo 64 or PlayStation, and I traveled the PlayStation route. So there's a big part of that kind of when Zelda was um, kind of grabbed a lot of people. Which let's be honest, was Ocarina of Time. That's where a lot of people got grabbed. And so I missed that. So I never kind of got bundled in and then went back and played the previous ones. I'd played a little bit of the original ones when I was growing up, but not a huge amount. So for me, I'd never really played them. And then I married one of the biggest Zelda nerds I've ever met. And we now own Hyrule Historia books, replica swords, shields, a wearable Majora's mask. Um, like we have, uh, like his room is full of Zelda paraphernalia and through his passion for it, I've gotten really into, um, a lot of the modern games and gone back and played some of the previous ones. I wouldn't say they're like my favorite series, but I do enjoy them and I do enjoy their little, like where they sit within pop culture. So I think I, I don't know everything and I feel, I feel like none of us are experts on this. So let's get that out of the way to start with. None of us are experts on Zelda. However, I have spoken to one. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you're, you've more than spoken to one. You've married them. Well, I speak to him occasionally. Oh, yeah. But on, on this subject specifically, <laughs> this morning over breakfast, I sat down with a notepad and said, right, let's talk about <laughs> Zelda, Pegging, Ganon, and Link. Um, I, I, that is exactly where I was going, actually. I will note, I do have the Hyrule Historia, and I have read it, like, four times. So I do have a decent idea. There we go. You're Mm -hmm. our lore expert for the day. (laughs) I wouldn't say that, but yes. Let's go back to the basics. Do you want to take us through who are Zelda, Link, and Ganon? Oh. Are we talking, like, way back when originally uh, Demise was, you know... Well, I think more just, like, in general, like, uh, where they sit within general uh, entry level knowledge of them like how wh- why do we always hear about them well it's because ganon or ganondorf is the reincarnation of the hatred of demise uh and every time that hatred gets reincarnated uh we have both zelda and link appear and they're like yo we're the automatic safety mechanism of the universe to deal with you coming back <laughs> Because that's the thing, right? So, um, Ganon is a Ganondorf is a, um, a rebirth of this old god demise. Zelda is a rebirth of the goddess Hyrule, if I'm correct. There's something kinda? there. There's something kind of. I think that's fair. And they're kind of the only two that are kind of that rebirth idea of the same people coming back. But from my understanding, Link is just always technically a new person who is you know has the courage to step up and then embodies that essence of courage so i think that's a an important thing the franchise has been going for such a long time unlike with say when we talk about you know mario brothers we don't have it's not the same um you know you've got princess uh, peach and mario they're the same two characters through all the franchise technically Within Legend of Zelda, there are multiple versions of the same characters who have exist on multiple timelines, technically separate timelines. They don't always interact the same ways. They don't know each other when they see each other again. Um, It's this rebirth thing. Similar with how Final Fantasy, it's always 
and you know you've got final fantasy 2 is not the continuation in final fantasy 7 like it's not following these ones have the same timelines sometimes two separate timelines i believe three separate timelines three now right three separate timelines but it's not like when we see them, they have their past adventure to remember and pull from. It's very rare. Some that you of get the Ganondorfs do. That's like, there's like say. three situations with Ganondorf. I think the best way to put it is that, like, Ganondorf is a great ancient evil. Zelda is like the personification of the goodness, and Link is the femboy that Ganon's found and being like, "This is my favorite outfit. Put it on for this adventure." <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. But I think that's the big thing is like when we talk about a relationship building, it's not built across multiple games. Like one, uh, I think most games have like some of them have a sequel, a direct sequel where the character is the same link. Um, And you get that occasionally, but it's pretty rare for a lot of the games. You're getting entirely new characters who have to basically re-meet for the same time and reform bonds for the same time. Um, And so as such, a relationship has been easy, similar with how like Mario and Peach have never really grown their relationship. It's weird considering they've known each other for close to you know thirty years now. Technically, Link and Zelda haven't known each other this whole time, and so they keep having to do the cute meet again. And in saying that, this is another instance where the characters technically, while all being kind of connected in some romantic way by fans and being seen as like a relationship have never had on-screen romantic relationships, but nearly everyone would say that they believe that Zelda and Link have had some kind of romantic overture through some of their games. I think the best way to put it is, as you said, Mario and Peach are never going to kiss in a movie, right? But if they made a Zelda movie, you know they'd make Zelda and Link kiss. They, mm. That would just that would naturally fall into uh, the story kind of situations. But one of the things I think to keep in mind is even though Zelda is often very similar outside of a couple of things, and Link is always just a little bit gormless, um, Ganondorf is very different between them. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at, like, Ocarina of Time, he's like, God, I wish I ruled the kingdom. Wouldn't that be nice? And he's very war-hungry. Uh, if you look at, like, Wind Waker, it's basically, when I grew up, it was very dry, and I thought, wouldn't it be nice if it was wet instead? That's kind of his <laughs> yeah. storyline for Wind Waker. He said, big wave, big, big wave, let's try that. Um, and then you've got, like, you know, it's a thing. I think let's go through some of the games where we've had the characters interact and look at the breakdown of the relationship. And I want to start with the one where I think this all begins, um, and where... I feel like we have the closest thing to a potential romantic relationship outside of potentially what's coming, which we'll get to that. But Skyward Sword, which is quite often, you know, begrudged. A lot of people have issue with Skyward Sword, but from my understanding, it's the earliest in the timeline. And it's the one where we see the biggest kind of um, relationship between Link and Zelda. Now, Ganondorf technically isn't in this game. The, the evil demise that will then end up being Ganondorf is in the game and there's things to that. Um, instead, they've got some other little femboy running around with a sword making... What's his name? Gir... Gam... Gambri... I don't know. Gurumal? It's kind of yeah. hot. 
It does not a lot gonna of, lie. It does it's a got lot like of a Harlequin stuff. kind of. Yeah, it's weird because he's got a lot of tongue stuff, and then when you deal with demise, there's a lot of foot stuff, right? So I feel like this is the most. <laughs> what are you? The, the right me that is look barely for? barely disguised fetish. Oh my god, this is the fetish Zelda. Um, but no, it, it's that thing. They, I think that the biggest reason here is. So a lot of the games, right, you get, and we'll get to some of them, you get Zelda and Link meeting for the first time in the game. Zelda is already on lofty highs as Princess of Hyrule. Link is just some farmhand who's, you know, found his way to a sword, got raised by a tree. Um, and so <laughs> with um, with Skyward Sword, I think this is where we see the the deepest connection between the two of them because they've grown up together and she's just the chieftain's daughter of their village in the sky. So she is not without reach. And so when she falls off the island and he goes after all this stuff, there is this built-up relationship that exists beyond, like, hey, I have the Triforce of Wisdom, you have the Triforce of Courage, we need to stop Ganon. There's a bond between them that exists. And we'll have a similar game do that again later, but we'll talk about that one in a little bit. What do you guys think about Skyward Sword and the relationship and how it exists there? You... I mean, from everything that I've I've seen, heard, and uh, otherwise digested, it is clearly, clearly, uh, the kink dynamic sort of exploration episode. Like it's it's got feet stuff, it's got tongue stuff, it's got a harlequin. There's a lot it's got hair stuff from Goose. You need that clown yeah. stuff. You need the hair stuff. You need it all. Like this is clearly like. The writers were like, we need to we need to start this off and we need to start it off freaky. There's the hand in the toilet. There's all kinds oh of freaky stuff. <laughs> There's some submissive stuff where you lose all your stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yep. Um, I didn't even think about that because the first game has Goose, who has this weird kind of almost like Ganondorf third wheel, slightly antagonistic. I know he turns and he becomes like a friend, but he does have that third wheel vibe that he constantly has with this pairing. And strong himbo energy, like yes. powerful himbo energy. Big red nice. hair, like mm -hmm. without mm -hmm. my glasses on, I'd say that's Ganondorf. Probably a few drinks in as well. <laughs> Do you think that Demise was like, saw that and was like, that's how I feel. That's how I feel as the third wheel of this situation. So I'm going to embody Groose for the rest of the timeline. Wait, Groose? I've been calling him Goose. What? Groose? Is it Groose or Goose? No, oh, I think... I should have done more research. You're probably right. It's probably Groose. Um, he, no, he looked at Groose and went, peak, peak performance. That's what I need to make all my future bodies look like. It is Groose, yes. <laughs> okay, so I'm wrong. Um, I think <laughs> after that... You, you've got some of the um, older games, which were very, very much like the old, in terms of timelines, very much like the old um, Nintendo um, games, such as the Super Mario's. They don't really have a story. <laughs> it's kind of like, hey, here's a sword. This is Hyrule. Um, you got to go uh, save Zelda. There's um, a big bad pig, which is Ganon. He's a pig in this one. Go kill the pig. To be fair, Ganon's kind of a pig in every version of himself, but... This one's more literal. Uh, I was just going to say, look, poor scene play isn't for everyone, but there you go. And then when you get to Twilight Princess, you've got the <laughs> other yeah, aspects like, to investigate. 
Talk me through these other aspects, Pete. Nah, I'm good, eh? Oh, you're good, are you? Okay, <laughs> you too. Just in oh, the... look, it's just a bit of pet play, really. <laughs> I swear, I could mention anything and you two would be like, here's the kink. Um, yeah, well, that's... Look, I don't know what else to say they're doing to this, say that this dynamic they're doing this is incredibly um, kinky. They're doing this spin-off uh, podcast, Is It Kink? Um, the answer's almost <laughs> always yes. Always yes, always yes. Uh then we get into things like um, Ocarina of Time, which, which then is the follows big through, one. Which is the big one. Which has this, again, they never really have a romantic story, but something about just the energy of those two characters standing opposite each other. It's like when you see two people in a nightclub and you're like, they should do it. These two mm. should do it. Ocarina of Time mm-hmm. is such an interesting one because it's so, like you got the. I do want to be very clear. I do want to be very clear when I say they should do it. I mean the adult versions yeah, of the of characters. Course, yep, just getting that out of the way now. After the time jump. After the time jump. Go ahead. <laughs> You've got like the bumpkin who turns up, and there's a princess, and there's a like fucking king of the Gerudo, and then Link just kind of goes, "I'm gonna peace out for ten years." And then comes back and is like, I expect my dynamic with everyone to be exactly the same. Just because I've been gone, it doesn't mean things have changed. And I expect you all to respect that. Um, And I think that's a bit of a toxic mentality for their throuple. To be fair, though, he does also like, he make it. If I saw someone right, like, hi, yeah, I'm having a bad day. My vizier's trying to fucking take over. But hey how you going then that guy vanishes in 10 years i'm like oh my god you i'd be like that's some strong energy that you could recognize them after 10 years after one day together <laughs> like come on that's it's sizzling in here it's crackling it's but also got real fucking uh, aladdin vibes you know like the the, the oh, kind yeah, of yeah, yep. aladdin you... turning up to the vizier and yeah. yep do you trust me? Yeah. He's going to take her on a magic carpet ride, but it's just on um, Epona, which can't fly. That would be very dangerous. Which is yeah. kind of a horse he stole as well, just to be clear. like, Is Epona <laughs> also a, a resurrection of the same horse every couple of thousand years? I... The... <laughs> I... I haven't thought about that, but that is... Like, that would be really nice as well if the horse is also, like, you know, Imagine not resurrecting, but reincarnating. Epona is the only one that remembers it all. Epona's actually, it's the oh same my God. horse. Epona's been alive the whole time. <laughs> the silent witness to all the There's horrors. a game where there's just a, 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 in a monologue from her and she sees Link walking towards her and she's like, oh, fuck. Not it's, again. It would just be again. the monologue from Dr. Manhattan in, in Watchmen. <laughs> the horse sitting is- on Mars. <laughs> Yeah. Opponent sitting there being it's... like, I've seen you all make these fucking mistakes before. You talk to her. He has to get involved and have a conversation. Why won't you listen to me? One of you has to fucking learn how to speak horse at some point over these millennia. Uh, <laughs> so I guess like from the description we've got so far, like it sounds like, yeah, with Ocarina of Time, it's essentially Aladdin with a lot more like, grand theft horse and like mm. catfishing yeah and like my original theory was like for this thruple that like zelda is actually a femdom and like link is a service a service bottom or a service sub 
And I feel you like this this is definitely words. complicating that dynamic a little Look, bit it's more. It's either that or Zelda's the beard, right? That's the, oh, those are the oh two options. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, I think that's okay. what a lot of people want it to be. Uh, <laughs> there is definitely <laughs> some sexual tension between Link and Ganon, and I think we're going to explore that in Tears of the Kingdom. Um, but no, with <laughs> the Wind Waker, Ganon. he's going to be hydrated over and over. Um, we. <laughs> I hate myself. When did I become... <laughs> we love you, Cameron. Did I become this? As do all the people of Germany. When did I become this person? Um, <laughs> <they're>... <laughs> I used to be respectable. Um, <laughs> after that, we've got the Wind Waker um, like, era, which is kind of like you've got Wind Waker, and then I think it's technically a... Or is it... The, it's the same world, um, Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks. They're all the same world. Zelda, again, there's a bit more of a relation there because um, Link has relation like has a relationship with Zelda's um, in the... It's secretly hiding as a pirate or something. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember the pirate's name. But oh, like, it started with T, I think. Tetra? Yeah, that sounds right. And so they have this relationship of Zelda in hiding, and then it's revealed, this is Zelda, and oh, by the way, you two have a connection. So again, but that's one of those ones where they're very young in that world, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like that that childhood friends, but also that kind of like, you know, there's this thing they do with childhood friendships in a lot of media where you're also like, there's also a romantic undertone of, we'll be together forever. It's like high school crushes, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. They're, they're having, uh, they're growing up, but also growing up with another person who they're mm. forming a strong connection to. And then you've got Phantom Hourglass, where doesn't she just like, she's dead? She's a ghost now? Yeah, she's a ghost and she inhabits really big, really burly armor. Like there it a is. lot. Another. Are you going to tell me that Link's, Link's kick, kink is big burly? Barra? He's into Barra? Oh. I, it, <coughs> either cons- that. Consider or... the faces he pulls when Sidon rocks up in, in Breath of the Wild. I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> I'm not letting you answer this. I'm moving on. Okay. Um, cool. <laughs> so we've Look, got that realm. From, and... as, as is answered on our other separate podcast, the answer is always yes, yes if it's a kink. Um. But then we have, I think, uh, oh, Twilight Princess. And Twilight, Twilight Princess, Princess supposedly it, is after Majora's Mask in okay. that timeline, in another timeline. Because I think that's the thing. It's like a thousand years, like, between games or something like that. It's like hundreds of years. because It depends um, on the, the difference. A male, uh, so Ganon, a male, so Ganon comes from an entirely female race. And every hundred years they give birth to one man. Um, and that the one man knows how, yeah, the one man has, uh, he's not always going to turn out to be Ganondorf, but every, every time that man's born, there's a chance that he will become Ganondorf. So quite often they'll, I think they like lock them away or they'll, 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 they'll be watched. Um, and they're usually magic users as well. So warlocks. Warlocks. So there's this big thing of watching the the man born into this race every hundred years and being like, oh, oh, is this? Ooh. No, he's okay. He's this one's good. Um, and so we're looking at every couple of hundred of years. One of them is the bad one. And Twilight Princess, we deal with one where he's been locked away in the Twilight Realm because they were onto him. They're like, 
we think, think you're going to be the one, off you go to prison. I think the Ganondorf in Twilight Princess is the same one as Ocarina of Time. I think they are the same person. So he's been locked away this whole time. Yep. The world he... has continued. We've got new versions of Zelda and Link popping up to combat the return of the original okay although it's not entirely clear because of course the timeline to be clear the timeline of zelda is a fucking garbage in terms oh. of very little of it makes sense i think on the hyrule uh historia it actually has between majora's mask and twilight princess like the demon thief ganondorf is executed and then it's like and then he gets released and you're like did he get released from the execution how anyway Twilight Princess is the big one, right? I feel like... Twilight Princess has a lot of undertones, but it's the one that is the big rug pull because Zelda, she's out. Like, partway into the game, you turn up and she's like, hey, I can't do this. I'm piecing out. By the way, um, Minda, who is kind of her counterpart within the Twilight realm, she's like, also have- quite hot. Yes, when, oh yeah, Minda, when she gets back her human form and she's got like a split in her dress that's like all the way up to here. Um, oh my God. And she's just okay, like, here's my leg, all, I'm Angelina Jolieing it. In terms of like kinks, Twilight Princess is very strong. There's stuff about bugs, there's stuff about wolves, there's stuff about short stacks, there's stuff about uh, big hands, there's stuff about darkness and sensory deprivation. There's like. Oh my God. Cameron's giving me a look like, again. All right, so for for you know our our non kink uh, aware I guess listeners, uh, welcome to the wonderful world of weird weird play. Uh, I don't yeah, want to get look, into the from bugs. everything. <laughs> look, don't don't knock it till you try it, Cameron. Like that's all I'm gonna say. Um, yeah, no, look, I, I, I everything that we've discussed, like. Uh, there's except for that one episode with ocarina of time where link is a bit of a fuck boy i i think he is just consistently a sub that just has all these things done to him he just he and and he's that dumb boy that just walks in and goes what's happening what am i doing okay oh this my, is, this yeah, is so the dynamic right ganondorf yeah. is the complex and well thought out part of this thruple and link is always the fucking golden retriever who turns up and is like Mm. bouncing around and zelda's like "Mm, i don't think i want complicated anymore i think i want golden retriever and just goes (laughs) off with link big himbo energy uh absolutely but yeah so um twilight princess obviously you've got um yeah you know a weird dynamic there but again there's that relationship between minda and and link that grows during it all of this we've not even mentioned uh during one of the other games is hilda the reverse version of zelda in low rule as opposed to high rule um and then you've got yeah the twilight realm where you've got minda so there's all these different variations upon zelda the og um and there's definitely a, a, a growth of relationship because they travel together so much in the game. And, and Minda acts as your voice during the game. Like, she is your... Um, what's what's her, na- uh, what's her name in um, Ocarina of Time? Oh, um... Hey, listen. Nami. Yeah. yeah. Or Fee in Skyward not, Sword. The, the sword that con- goes like, hey, 
you should be doing some work right now. Which, by the way, there's some inanimate object play as well there that I forgot to mention. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. But everything's a everything kink. Everything is a kink. Um, but then, yeah, so that one, obviously, there's a lot of a building relationship. And again, I think Ganondorf gets um, expanded on a lot more in that one. I think they did a lot of, like, world building on their characters and what they actually mean in that one. And then I think that's going to bring us... There's a lot of side stuff going on. We're not going to touch on the ones of Gamelon or the, you know, <laughs> the... Which one's the cat? The TV show. Yeah, the TV show. Well, yeah, the TV show, the Japanese Minish animation. Cap. Finish cap, four swords, crossbow training. Uh, <laughs> crossbow Linka. training has the best storyline. What are you talking about? <laughs> which is, yeah, Linker, which at some point needs to be discussed. Um, girl Link. Um, <laughs> or it's just Link and he just grew out his hair and decided to start dressing like a lolicon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the... You've also got like your Hyrule Warriors, all that kind of stuff where, you know, there's all this extra stuff. We're not talking about those. We're going to talk about Breath of the Wild. And obviously Breath of the Wild, which is one of the few games that's going to have the continuation we're talking about that very rarely happened. Where you've got the characters appearing again in the next game. And unlike things like Majora's Mask, where Zelda, gone. No Zelda in Majora's Mask. This has these characters back together after being separated for a lot of the first game. The first game, as you know, lots of um, uh, flashbacks into their relationship where he is her, basically, bouncer, her bodyguard, um, while she goes on her quest. Um, And I'm getting the vibe, and tell me if you guys agree, that the second one is going to do some expanding on a potential relationship between the two of them. There's a lot of, like, in the trailer stuff, there's a lot of uh, Zelda saying, like, come find me and whatnot, which makes me mm-hmm. think there will be a separation as to track it down. But there's there's definitely... There's definitely a level of yearning in her lines during mm-hmm. the trailer. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I'm just interested to see... I, I just can't get over rehydrated Ganon. Right. Oh yeah. That's what big, that's what everyone is waiting for the sequel over. Big Daddy Milkers. <laughs> no, we didn't like that. We didn't like that one. I I liked it fine. Good pillows. Look, like fa- he like I saw that picture and went, oh no, he's hot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what pecs? Oh, it's a good Ganon, I'll say that much. Um I think as well, I think what we're gonna get is I, I feel like similar to how we had the flashbacks of the past. We might, in this one, have flashbacks into what's going on with Zelda. Because it feels like we're seeing lots of cutscenes that feature Zelda with other parties. Like, she seems to be talking to someone at some point and is like, Link, oh, Link. As you said, that yearning. Mm -hmm. She's doing lots of yearning. There's an awful lot of yearning. And what I think is funny is just, like, no one I've seen online talking about this has been talking about that particular section once again, because of one particular villain who is attracting everyone's attention. But, like, if we're looking at this possible release from a kink perspective, I'd say that uh, <laughs> Link has some unique new powers that let him uh, be a little bit more experimental, let's say. 
<laughs> yes. This is my personal hell. This is this is my Sisyphus. Sisyphus had to this... roll a kink podcast up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> and every time he thought it was done, well, it uh, rolled uh, back down on top of him. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And that is in and of itself. You would not be surprised. A kink, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I think... I definitely think we're going to see the biggest expansion on a potential relationship in That's this another game. kink. <laughs> oh. I quit. I'm done. <laughs> Fuck all of you. <laughs> what about you guys? Are we, are we going to see Zelda and Link kiss? We're going to do the same question that we did for uh, Peach and Mario. Are we going to get a Zelda and Link kiss? Technically, technically... For the pedants out there, they did share a behind curtain kiss at the end of Zelda 2 when you won the game. But let's be honest, neither oh. of them were really characters back then. That's true. Mm. I think if we're going to see a kiss at any point, um, I think this is the like the best world for it to happen in outside of like Twilight Princess, right? It, There's, of course, a lot mm. of complications in a lot of the other games where you know, they're childhood friends and there is a level of like weirdness involved in the romantic relationships involved there, but they're both adults. They're both in a kind of cataclysmic situation. There's yearning in a voice. Like I think this is the best time for a possibility of seeing it. It feels the most organic because I feel this is also the first time they've done the most in terms of a Previous Zelda's are very good at building worlds, but it's not usually plot heavy. This feels like the first time that, which is weird because this is the one, like these are the games that have felt the most like free of direction, yet they feel like they've had the most plot and character growth for any of the characters. Um, taking into effect all the side characters, you're getting a lot more time with side characters in these ones rather than just, hi, I'm an interesting character design and you'll see me once or twice again. This is where we're getting full, like, you know, Urbosa and her growth and her relationship. and All of even... the side characters as well are like, yeah. okay, so we have the mummy, we have a himbo, we have the, like, fucking Sasuke-esque bird asshole, <laughs> we have another himbo but this one's a shark instead like you we said, have you said Sasuke, but i thought you said a sus gay and i'm like oh, yes that is Rivali. Oh. he is a sus gay. yeah um, no but yeah well he also oh. we also nearly had a relationship between link and um minfilia that's final fantasy 14 oh. that is final fantasy 14 who is the fish girl she I think heals. everyone was just she distracted by the the, sh the shark this prince the, more her, than her. Her brother took all the attention, but she was yeah. like the healer. And I think for a while there was this weird like Link and her are going to have a relationship that just yeah yeah never well. But yeah, then she died, it's... and then she died. Yep, tragic. Why did you just dab? <laughs> stop, stop dabbing on the wonderful wholesome fish love. Like why? That's probably oh. a kink. Um. It is, and I'm very unhappy with this kink shaming on this podcast. What about you, Taya? Are we going to see him kiss? I, look, I feel like Nintendo knows the audience for, Link, uh, for Zelda is getting older. They want stuff that's a little bit more developed, a little bit more sort of complex. 
I think we saw that a bit with like Breath of the Wild. And I think it's entirely in the realm of possibility that like there is they do develop a romantic sort of relationship between uh Link and Zelda. Yeah. Or they could just decide to devolve to the old pattern and just stick with it. But I'm hopeful that they want to permute they add in some new permutations. Imagine if they have rug pulled us all and the big um relationship hook of the of the game is Ganon and Sidon. Oh my god. Oh my it's god! Their love that ends it all. Tidon comes to him and of goes, course. "I love you," and that and ends. The, the cataclysm was actually Zelda in jealousy wiping Sidon's <gasps> mind and you, pulling all the moisture out of Ganondorf to put into him so he could survive as a fish person. <laughs> the call was coming from inside the house. Oh. Zelda as a jealous beard is fantastic. Um, <laughs> I also have one more lightning round question, then we're going to finish up. Yep. Are we getting a movie? With the success oh. with the success of Mario, is a Legend of Zelda movie coming? Absolutely. I hope not, but yes. Yeah, I feel like they're going to do it and they're going to... They're going to do it dirty. Who's voicing Link? Oh, it's going to be someone absolutely... Uh, wouldn't it be live action? Fucking useless. You know what? I'm going to go for the wild card. Jack Black. He's been putting out consistently good performances. I reckon he could pull a link off. You know who could pull the perfect, like, clueless look and could manage it perfectly? Gilbert Godfrey. No, Pedro Pascal. <laughs> with, like, the clueless face that he's so good at pulling as Link just... Oh, are we doing a live action? I was talking... Yeah, animated. we're doing a live yeah. action. We're doing live action. These these are like no, then, far more humanoid it's, than the Mushroom it's Kingdom. Gonna be denizens. some like little. Like, it's gonna be like a Chalamet or something, and I'm gonna fucking throw myself. Ah, uh, no! I hold out hope that they're gonna make some interesting choices on based on cast. Oh, it'll be interesting, all right. But that is all we have time for today. We hope you have enjoyed this really unhinged delve into the kinks of Legend of Zelda. Um, and we <laughs> the kinks of Zelda. Funnily enough, that's, I that's feel a like CDI game, right? We're we're never going to be monetized <laughs> by Nintendo, so this will never be a problem. Uh, <laughs> but until next time, we want to thank Ryan Stanton for producing the Pixel Hearts and Blusher for our intro and outro, the Pixel Hearts theme song, and One Pixel at a Time. For all of our links, or if you need the Pixel Hearts to help you troubleshoot your love life, head to our link tree in the show notes. But until next time, be kind to each other. I'm sure that's a kink. It is.